Dystopia Now is a fictional podcast for those aged 25 years and older. This is not any medical information, and please, it is not meant to be any advice of any kind. No accusations are made. This is all a work of fiction, fantasy, and entertainment. Enjoy. All things that we like and hate and fear, they're all there on the internet. They're a projection of our limbic system. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies. We're going to keep pushing back the frontier of space and keep opening new doors of discovery, opportunity, and progress. The stories won't be science fiction. The United States government has issued a civil warning for all citizens of the United States. This is not a drill, and this is not a test. Okay, I will destroy you. I try to convince people to slow down. Slow down AI. To regulate the AI. This was futile. Welcome to Dystopia Now. I'm senior correspondent Maverick Matthews, and as usual, with us in the field, our man on the scene. He knows what's going down. God forbid someone accidentally eats him. Nicholas Hinton. Welcome to Dystopia Now. I'm your field correspondent, senior field correspondent. <laughs> I'm your senior field correspondent. Welcome to Dystopia Now. I'm your senior correspondent, Maverick Matthews. And as usual, in the field, our senior field correspondent, sure hope he's okay, dressed oh, up in camouflage. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Just, God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boop. Welcome to Dystopia Now. I'm your senior office correspondent. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> Try it right away, right away. Here we go. Boop. Welcome back to Dystopia Now. I'm your senior correspondent, Maverick Matthews. And as usual, in the field for us is our senior field correspondent, Nick Hinton. Hope he's not surrounded by zombies or currently being attacked. Nick, what do you got for us? Hey, Tony. No, not today. Things are surprisingly quiet out here and wherever I'm at. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, listen, Tony, I got a lot of good news to share with you, buddy. Good news or good news, Tone? The good good news, Tony, is that... (laughs) Everyone is abiding by the same COVID rules now, vaxxed or unvaxxed. No one has to social distance or wear a mask or do anything at all for that matter. So it looks like the world is going back to normal finally after two and a half years as we approach. Approach what? What are we approaching, Tony? The age of Aquarius is going to, you know, the golden age. It's going to be perfect. That's a whole other podcast, Tony. But, uh, where, where did you, uh, where, who, who told us the new rules? Uh, my dad <laughs> is telling me, he's on. Hold on, is this on. really happening? I can't tell if you're in character. Is what happening? Is this really happening? Your dad there? 
So this is from the CDC official website. CDC streamlines COVID-19 guidance to help the public better protect themselves and understand their risk. Uh, August 11th, 2022. To help the public better protect themselves, we're going to get rid of all the guidelines. Listen, every single sentence nowadays, it's fucking meant to break your head. It's literally nonsense. Boy, do I agree, Tony. Um, Yeah, it's just all doublespeak, newspeak. Uh, meant to instill cognitive dissonance. We've covered this a lot recently. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, they're just trying to confuse people and break their heads. Like, literally, and... they're really trying to do that now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thanks, Tone. I'm glad we know what not to do and not to worry about anything anymore until the next time they say worry. Right. So, you know, we don't have to wear masks anymore or get vaccinated for COVID, but, um, you know, they are warning about a new virus. Jesus they, uh, you know, this, these scientists, let me, let me see exactly which scientists, but you know, there's, uh, some smart guys out there, a lot smarter than you and I, uh, Bullshit. who think that the next pandemic is going to be caused by fun, fungi, fungi. It's not that they're smarter. They might be more informed because they're doing it. Fungi? Well. Uh, you're a fun guy, Tony. Oh, thank you, Tones. Yeah, that joke is unavoidable whenever I talk about this with people. Um, <laughs> I have I figured I'd address it right off the bat, Tone. So listen, Tony, you know, National Geographic was talking about it, but I'm not subscribed to them, so I can't read their article. But I can read to you John Hopkins, Bloomberg School of Public Health, from what they released on July 1st. They said... COVID-19 and fungi, a nightmare in the making. India's black fungus crisis signals a global problem. Oh, they already have a name for it, the black fungus. Oh, interesting. Yeah, black fungus, black goo. For any I mean, come on, black plague. How fucking unoriginal. As India battles a devastating wave of COVID-19 cases, I, this might be... Yeah, this is old. Sorry about that, folks. Sorry, sorry, Tone. Hold on. Humans. So August fifth, twenty twenty two. Humans are not prepared for a pandemic caused by fungal infections. Uh, yeah, are they just like, hey, by the way, we're not ready for this. Well, you know what else we're not prepared for? Fucking small octopi who can fly through the air and just like leech onto our eyeballs. Hopefully, that doesn't come next either. Well, you know they they might already be out there, just very very tiny, so you can't see them. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> Funny but serious. Ha ha. Don't look at any of the graphene oxide fucking machinations that yeah, coroners are pulling out of bodies. The polyps that were, you know, some scientists said were found inside the vaccines. It's not, it's not a matter of some scientists. I'm sure you know about the um, – Tony, do you know about this coroner who's been preserving all of the weird findings that he takes out of bodies? I, can't, no. I, I don't have his name in front of me. If you Google – no, strike that. If you use the Brave browser, which everybody should be using now, which doesn't track you and is free and is amazing, Brave browser. Uh, not an ad. Not an not an advertisement. Not a sanctioned, approved, uh, you know, recommendation. But I heard from this homeless guy who had a really nice looking beard that uh, if you use the Brave browser, it's it's better. But who? 
fucking knows? It could just be another psyop, and if it makes sense that Google is going to be like, you know what? They don't trust us, so let's make a, let's make a fake one. And we'll call it Brave, because you're so brave. I know! It seems like a goddamn psyop, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking seems like the shittiest psyop ever. Fuck. You're so brave yeah. to, to not let us track you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan's pushing the shit out of Brave. So, like, what the fuck do I know? Just oh, use some fucking browser, okay? Okay. Okay, I guess I will. Just try to browse. Like, you know what? Put your sunglasses on when you do it so they can't tell who's looking. All right? That's how browsing okay. That's how browsing used to be done at the beach. Right. But, uh, real quick, though, Tones, I just wanted to comment. You know, I accidentally referenced an old article about India's black fungus, but... um. You know, it's interesting that we already had that happen, and now they're warning us again about a pandemic caused by fungus. So. What year? What year was that article that popped up about black fungus? Your phone's probably just listening to you, being like, "You mean this?" In India, the yeah. India one. Yeah, yeah. What what year was that? <clears throat> that was twenty twenty one, and I actually remember I have some uh, some hazy memories of reading about it before when yeah, people with COVID in India were having this black like I think it was I think it was in their lungs. Okay, so like you know, and everyone knows about the common thing that has been referred to as black mold in people's yeah. houses. Mold has always been a thing when you have damp environments, and you know you have these fucking. Listen, there's a lot of different parasites that can grow on the human body. Okay, if you're in horrible conditions, and black fungus, black mold, you know that shit can get in your lungs. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, <clears throat> hold on a second, I. <sighs> Are you having some technical difficulties, Tony? And now for a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of having dirty black lungs? Well, now you can use Cloroxified Lung. Just spray three or four gallons of Cloroxified Lung up your nasal passages and into your rectum every day for 700 weeks, and your black lungs will be good as new. Tired of going over to the neighbor's house and speaking in clouds of noxious, deadly fumes? We'll just use Cloroxified Lung. Have you bleached your asshole? Well, consider bleaching your lungs. May cause death, dying, needles, lung irritation, rectal bleeding, mouth bleeding, eye bleeding, crocodile eyes, scales, the growth of extra appendages, a minor condition known as missing eyes, and zombification. Not recommended for use on human lungs, those of the elderly, those of the young, or middle-aged people. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Tone. <clears throat> Some technical difficulties there. Just a word from our sponsors. I kind of figured that, Tony. Well, what else you got for us? So, Tony, uh, in the same <laughs> vein as, you know, as uh, fungal pandemics, you know, rumor has it that the vaccines contain heavy metals. You know, we already know a lot of our food um, in the grocery stores, corporately owned grocery stores, contains heavy metals. And we know that fungus eats heavy metals. So it could be a possibility that, you know, these things are growing inside of us already. Um, but anyways, uh, the whole reason I bring that up is to say that we have more zombie news. Um, basically, the other day, the the genius scientists who run our world, they um, figured out how to make zombie pigs. Who's reporting this, Tone? <clears throat> uh, lots of people, Tony. 
um, including your very own New York Times. And uh, so we also got NBC says uh, scientists reanimate dead cells in pigs, a potential breakthrough for organ transplants. The new research challenges uh, the idea that the beginning of cell death is irreversible, though bioethicists say it also poses significant questions. Bioethicists, so, meaning is it ethical to bring fucking people back from the dead? So the other day when you when you read the uh, notes from this headline to me about the pigs in their in their death, can you read that part? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pulling it up. This right is now, fucking insane. This yeah, is so this New is York literally are... some zombie shit right here. Yeah, so the New York Times said a reversible form of death. Scientists revive cells in dead pigs' organs. Researchers who previously revived some brain cells in dead pigs succeed in repeating the process in more organs. And they also left a weird comment: um, the pigs had been lying dead in the lab for an hour, no blood circulating, their hearts still, their brain waves flat. When researchers injected a solution called Organ X into their bodies, their organ hearts X. beat. Organ cells started to function again. Get the fuck... For an hour, they were dead. I mean, come on. They couldn't come up with a better name than Organ X? It's... I mean, even the name of these things is part of the PSYOP now. Yeah. It's it's hilarious to me. It sounds like... Uh, reminds me of Chemical X, which was this black goo from Powder Pu- or Powerpuff Girls, if you... I happen to be an expert, Tone. I immediately thought of Professor X, and just the word X, 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 it just means like unknown, right? Like super amazing. Like, yeah, we have the whatever serum. I mean, it's just, dude, it's just not creative. It's it's lazy. It's lazy. Yeah, they didn't even give it like some crazy scientific name, like ribonucleic. Regeneration Tron or something. Yeah, exactly. And like Regeneronatronic or like something. They're just like, yeah, just call it fucking Organ X. Yeah, yeah. So it also reminds me of like X Files and the Black Goo and that show that comes out of people's eyes and they're possessed by aliens or something. This but, um, actually plays into what we were talking about in a previous conversation about how they they play to simple symbols because they know that those symbols connect deeply. In our in the in the collective unconscious, and it automatically creates an idea. And if they just if they just do it something really simple, like black and X, it's like oh, you know what I mean? Like it automatically causes you to have an idea and like a huge mental process surrounding this very simple. Literally non-descriptive name. It's like non-descriptive on purpose so that you can fill in the blank with something terrifying. Right. I mean, yeah, like we said in a previous episode, uh, you know, they're weave- they're subconsciously weaving this zombie narrative or, you know, this or something creepy at least, you know. Um, but, you know, I was looking deeper into the story tone and, uh, you know, so they revived those pigs and turns out 2019 there was a headline put out. Um, reported on multiple news sites where it says Pentagon, zombie pigs first, then hibernating soldiers next. There's a project that stops bleeding by deanimating pigs. Humans could be next. December 10th, 2009. Around half of U.S. troop fatalities are caused by blood loss from battlefield injuries. Now with another 30,000 troops deployed in Afghanistan, keep in mind this is 2009, the Pentagon is pushing for medical advances that can save more lives during combat. The Defense Department's latest research idea Stop bleeding injuries by turning pigs into semi-undead. 
if it works out, we humans could be the next one to be zombified. So essentially what they're saying is they immediately stop all the body processes and freeze it because if you're if blood loss is the major contributor to you know morbidity on the battlefield to dying on the battlefield like they're like okay well how do we stop blood loss will you stop the heart from pumping blood out of the body so that we can repair the trauma so you want to put people into a state of suspended animation how do we do that whatever this you know obviously they're also working not just on something that reanimates, but that deanimates, right? So they have something that can essentially pause you, right? So that you're in a state of suspended animation, you know, physiologically speaking. So it pauses all your body processes down to the cellular mitochondrial level. Could you imagine? It doesn't surprise me at all that they're working on this shit. The most basic form of this is freezing somebody, right? But now they're working on a chemical level to do this. And so they're they're suspending the body, and then they want to be able to, once they fix it, reanimate it. I mean... Right. Oh, dude. The, the consequences are just insane. Because imagine you get arrested, and they're like, well, until we decide whether or not you're guilty, we're going to suspend you. Yeah, that's a creepy thought. Um, but, but, uh, Thanks, Tone. You know, all right, Tone. So I was digging even deeper into this uh, whole zombie thing and the Department of Defense and how they seem to be obsessed with this idea. They obviously uh, want to control our biology down to the fucking cellular level, man. Well, you might find this interesting. In 2014, CNN posted an article that said the Pentagon document or a Pentagon document lays out battle plan against zombies. You know why they're doing all this? <clears throat> this is all oversight. This is all oversight because they know they're developing things which alter our you know, cellular structure so dramatically. They've already admitted, we talked about this in previous episode, everybody knows about the frogs turning gay. You know, they, they've already tried to alter people's behavior so radically they're afraid they might accidentally alter it to a state that's uncontrollable. Well, I mean... Right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I think they're... I don't think that they're afraid of... I think they're trying to create zombies, honestly. I think that they're just covering their tracks with all this crap that they put out in all the years leading up to whenever this happens. I mean, in terms of predictive programming, it's pretty overwhelming what the fuck they're doing, you know? They mentioned zombie this, zombie that. How about cannibalism? What about, like, let's put zombie shit on the fucking CDC website. I mean, it's just, they're bombarding us at this point. So, in the news, we also have the horrible tragedy of... uh, Interesting segue, interesting segue. Thank you. Well, we also have the horrible tragedy of Anne Hesh. I, I believe that's how you say her name. Let's, let's go with that. Curve. Let's go with that for now. <clears throat> um, so she was killed in a car accident. She was seen speeding. I, uh, you know, I don't know the exact mileage per hour, but well, hold on. When you say seen, there's video of her car accelerating. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a video of her car accelerating at a ridiculously high speed and crashing right into uh, 
person's house. And so when pauses. have you watched this video, Tone? Uh, yeah, I've watched the video of her being taken out of the wreckage. Have and, you watched the video watch of the her video car of her accelerating? Speed. Huh? Have you watched the accelerating video? Yeah, it's really... It's, okay, so uh, like, does she react as though she's not in control of the vehicle? Well, you can't see her really inside. I mean, you just see a vehicle. It's from like a, one of those cameras on someone's doorbell. You know, someone just caught it as she's whipping down the street right past this other house. Okay, interesting. And, and then you hear an explosion because she drives right into this other person's house. And then the other footage I watched is of her being taken out all wrapped up on a stretcher and uh while she's on the stretcher being put into this ambulance uh she breaks out of the thing that she's you know been wrapped up in and she is trying to crawl out and fight off the paramedics and firefighters um so you know i don't necessarily believe that she was zombified or anything like that but that is the meme going around on social media right now which you know is just another factor in this narrative that we think seems to be being woven um, well it's funny they're they're trying to they're trying to connect things that have no connection i mean anytime you have massive head trauma you're going to react really adversely there's like it is absolutely standard within the medical narrative that when a person is exposed to significant physical trauma if they're still conscious they they you know they, they don't know what's going on and a lot of times they freak out and if yeah, this I, person, you know, are they accusing her of being on drugs? What? Why are they saying that she went to such excessive speeds? I I do believe that that is the story right now is that she was on drugs. Um, they always accuse people of meth. All they have to do is sprinkle a little meth in there. Yeah, so she was on drugs and then she was in a coma for a couple of days. They tried to figure out if her organs were viable. I'm pretty sure she ended up having her organs donated, uh, which... Some people in the conspiracy community have said was creepy because, you know, you're not supposed to give organs to people if that person who was dead was on drugs. Yeah. Um, Completely contradictory. What? That's, that is, you're exactly right. That is totally contradictory to protocol. And even more creepy, I don't even know if you're aware of this. I don't know if we talked about this prior to being in, you know, prior to getting on air, but, uh, Anne Hesh's, you know, this is another headline that's coming out. Anne Hesh's new sex trafficking film is still happening despite her car crash. Um, so she apparently was working on a movie all about sex trafficking before her untimely death. What a coincidence. Let us remember uh, the Los Angeles Times reporter whose, uh, I think it was a Tesla, was also hacked and sped into a tree at like 120 miles an hour on Sunset Boulevard and you know, was also accused of being on some kind of drugs. And it turned out that he was reporting on, um, I'm pretty sure it was General Stanley McChrystal. Um, he was an embedded reporter who ended up destroying, if I'm not mistaken, Stanley McChrystal's, uh, I could be even getting that name wrong. What shitty journalists we are. But what... <laughs> What I'm saying is this is not the first time someone's car has been hacked and they've been executed because of whatever they happen to be involved in. And I find it really hard to believe that she was involved in a sex trafficking movie and this was a coincidence. I'm sorry. Well, you know, yeah, Bourdain, fact, you know, fucking 
the guy from Lincoln Park. What's his, you know, uh, what's what's the dude? Uh, Chris Cornell. You know, all those guys had blunt head trauma to the back of their head. They were all involved in this sex trafficking narrative. They were all hung up and murdered. Everyone knows this stuff in the underground. Isaac, Isaac Cappy, too. He was, uh, he was last, I think the last thing he ever did was go on Instagram Live and go on a long rant about child sex trafficking and QAnon being a military psyop and a whole bunch of things. And then he was found dead. Um, you know, off Highway 66, like he had been, <clears throat> like he had jumped off. That's right, people. that's right, I heard about this, near the Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you Arizona. read the coroner's report for all these people, there's blunt head trauma to the back of their head. In other words, they knock them out, and then they do what they will for the narrative. You may as well be talking about the person that was most recently clinton I can't remember the gentleman's name, but... You know, he was involved in the Epstein stuff, and he was he was most recently yeah. Clinton, and he was found hanging a mile from his home or several miles from his home from an extension cord in a tree with a fucking shotgun blast to his chest, and that was ruled a suicide. I mean, if you're not aware that people are being dealt with repeatedly over and over in our country, it's time you wake the fuck up, because I'm sorry. Yeah. Major Hollywood actresses don't just speed into people's living rooms and then die under mysterious circumstances. I'm sorry. If if it smells like shit and it tastes like shit, it must be shit. Right. I mean, so Isaac Caffey, he was one of the first people to talk about Epstein and creepos in Hollywood. You know, it's pretty common knowledge now to most people involved in the conspiracy community, but Isaac was one of the first, and yeah, he was found dead and you know a lot of people thought it was very suspicious there's hours and hours of investigation into that and none of it makes any sense but yeah and so it's the the actor thing is also interesting i mean wasn't the lady who was shot by alec baldwin on the set of rust it took place in epstein county i believe and i there was rumors that she was also working on a sex trafficking film but um you know honestly a lot of this because they're using actors sometimes that can be shady in itself and i wonder if this is all part of another narrative weaving scheme to basically be used as propaganda to scare people off from studying these things at all well i don't want to get into the alec baldwin thing because that has its own set of circumstances which are weird um and so let's keep that let's put a pin in that for maybe a future episode but um it strikes me as obvious that they would use actors because they're already in the public eye and to make an example of someone who is trying to bring attention to something, if they're already in the public eye, it becomes a public example pretty quickly. You know, Joan of Arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I tell you, so I, I wanted to, we don't necessarily have to wrap up this segment, but I wanted to bring it back around to Anne Hesh or yeah, please, please. Um, so this is from her Wikipedia bio. Um, it says that Hesh once stated she was insane for the first 31 years of her life and that she was triggered by being sexually abused by her father during her infancy and childhood. In a series of nationally televised interviews with Barbara Walters, Matt Lauer, and Larry King to promote Call Me Crazy in 2001, Hesh stated she created a fantasy world she called the fourth dimension to make herself feel safe and she had an alter ego who is the daughter of God and half-sister of Jesus Christ named Celestia who had contacts with extraterrestrial forms. Hesh, received her, Hesh said she recovered from her mental health concerns following the incident 
and Catanoona Creek and had put her alter ego behind her. I mean, number one, who knows if that's actually what she said. We would have to go watch all those interviews and find out. Number two, yeah, super, I believe it's super, in her, uh, her autobiography, Call Me Crazy. Super common, number two, for people who have experienced extreme trauma to create an environment where they feel safe. I mean, that's that's like in the DSM-5. Well, you know, to, that's to very, me, very like standard. Um, and MK Ultra programming. Right. Okay, so th- that was the number three point I was going to make. This is, unfortunately dangerously close to the standard trauma-based mind control narrative which anyone can read about in all of the MK Ultra science and anytime you have a public person at this level who is super famous as a person who comes from Hollywood I can speak authoritatively on this you can't just become famous you have to go through a million different gatekeepers and to talk about different things, to talk about your childhood trauma, to, to become famous in a movie, just to be insured, just to be a person who gets insured to do anything big in Hollywood. Most people, most people don't realize this. If you're going to do any major production in Hollywood, they have to be able to insure you. And what that means is you have to sit down and do fucking psychological evaluations. And to pretend that they're not aware that these kinds of things are going on, in order to be insured, you would already have to go through all that. And so there's no possible way a narrative like this would emerge in the mainstream accidentally. It only would happen on purpose. And this, to me, this smacks of revelation of the method. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. And, you know, it's like they're letting us know what they do. We destroy these people psychologically. We do it through physiological trauma, especially with women. It is always extreme sexual trauma-based mind control. You know, I mean, like, immediately what comes to mind is, like, Michael Jackson. You know, any, any any of the women who Harvey Weinstein was involved in, or involved with, rather... You know, there is a domination factor that is super obvious here. And the fact that she was just trying to bring light to the fact that this happens. Oh, yeah, we're going to murder her like some kind of ritual. I mean, it's just it's fucking gross, man. Never pretend that they don't have a history of doing this. You know, everybody thinks Marilyn Monroe committed suicide. Go read her fucking coroner's report. Doctor administered dose of barbiturates rectally. In other words, they gave her a fucking enema of drugs that killed her. And they're calling it a suicide. That's how Marilyn Monroe fucking died, man. This is the same exact fucking pattern. I didn't even know that her death was supposedly a suicide. Well, everybody talks about it being a Well, anyone intelligent knows it wasn't. Because right, she was... I just didn't look into her death. Well, I have, deeply. And there's a lot of amazing books on it. And if you read the coroner's report, it says doctor administered dose of, like, barbiturates. And it's like, I'm sorry, doctor administered? And you're calling it a suicide? Give me a break, man. It is. Well, 
Thanks for bringing us this uplifting story, Tone. Too bad we don't have any squirrels water skiing. Yeah, that would be nice. Jesus Christ, dude. Well, listen, it's important to still talk about this stuff. You know, as a person who is a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, I I still believe that talking about it and sunlight is the best disinfectant and we have to continue to talk about this shit even if we're persecuted for it and essentially she became a martyr and I hate to say that and it sucks you know God bless her and her journey and and I hope that she finds a kind of uh, I don't know rest in peace you know Fuck. That's why we say that, I guess, because we're we're in a realm, not to not to get all weird and tangential, but I think we're in a realm of torture, and you know I do believe that there's a choice that's given to all of us in this realm, and it's like, are you going to actually stand up for what you believe in, regardless of the torture, or are you going to bend and just pretend it didn't, you know, and just choose what's easy. And this is a person, we're talking about a person here who chose the difficult path and may have paid the ultimate price for it. So, right, man, got, you know, b- it is, yeah. bless her for whatever, you know, I think she was a hero. Moving on. Jeez, I don't even know how to segue from this. Ha ha. Yeah. Hey, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. Da, 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 bring in the fucking monkeys. It's okay. Sometimes it's important to get serious and you know because that's why we're doing this in the first place. We're trying yeah. to we're trying to jacket the most difficult things to discuss in our society in comedy. And sometimes the jacket falls off. And th- and that's okay. Well, maybe <laughs> tell, the... tell us how you're going to put the jacket back on, Tone. One arm at a time, Tony. I love that. I love that. Yeah. One leg at a time, one arm at a time. That's what we do here. Thank you for joining us. Let's have a word from our sponsors. This segment of the podcast brought to you by Acme Straighter Jackets. Are you tired of your jacket coming off all the time? Are you tired of your prisoners escaping from their bindings? Our jackets are the straightest tightest, most difficult to escape from. Not even Houdini himself could extricate himself from such a straight jacket. Acme Straight Jackets, brought to you by the makers of Demons. I'm exhausted, Tones. Did you just escape from your jacket? Yeah, Tones, you know, I, I tried it on uh you know they they just keep sending them. You know it's our sponsor, but uh, you know we really need to talk about who we let sponsor this fucking show. All right, Tony. Well, I just finished up charging the good old Tesla. I think I'm gonna go drive out into the middle of the desert now, and uh, I'm gonna zoom off into the distance. Uh, happy ending. Well, Tone, I hope you have a scorching memory of this wonderful episode. I'm grateful to be here with you, pal. At least in the short term. Who knows what the future holds for us? I'm Senior Correspondent Maverick Matthews, 
And with us today has been Senior Field Correspondent Nicholas Ole Honky Tonk Hinton, saying good night and be well. Don't forget to load your shotgun. Nick, do you have any final words for us? No. This episode of Dystopia Now is brought to you in part by Feed the Hungry the Homeless. We send elite soldiers into the bowels of America's worst cities and harvest only the finest, most healthy-looking homeless people, which are then sent to completely unethical organ harvesting and butcher shops. Their meat is then turned into hamburger and fed to the world's hungry. Feed the Hungry the Homeless, the best charity brought to you by Grill Bates and Gramazon. <laughs> the intro always starts with screaming zombies. Um, you got a lot of good news for me, Tony. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's reintroducing me, though. Okay. You want me to do the whole thing again? Okay. Sure. <laughs> you see, and even I'm giggling now. See, this is fun. Okay, <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Double T in the afternoon. It's it's eleven thirty seven p.m. tones. And- <laughs> <laughs>